Thank you, Connie. I'm going to do two things. The title of the call today is Your Banker Mind, and I will go through that in a minute, but I'm going to show you where this came from, how the concept started, and uh, how you set it up, because you have to set it up properly. Thirteen years ago, I was in a home, and the lady made the comment. She said, um, my husband had a $25,000 policy, and it saved my home. And I said, well, what do you mean? Her husband was an attorney in the Richmond, Virginia area. They lived on River Road, high rent district, 14-room house, had $650,000 equity in the home. They could see the James River, and if you're on the East Coast, that's a big deal to be able to see the James River from your house. And she said uh, he had a million-dollar whole life policy that had some cash value in it. And he got tired of paying on it. He's thinking, I got $650,000 equity in the home. If I die, she can sell the house, take that $650,000, buy a $350,000 house, pay for it and put $300,000 in the bank. I'm dropping the policy and taking the cash value out. And he did. She told me later, she said, had he asked me, I would have been in complete agreement. He didn't ask. So when he died six months later, from an aneurysm, she said, the only life insurance I had on the man was a $25,000 policy we bought on him when he was in law school. She said, I did not have enough money to bury him. So on the way home from the memorial service, they had him cremated. She said, I had enough money after the cremation to make the house payment for 10 months. And she said, I had to live like life was good. On the way home from his memorial service, I stopped and got a job as a cashier at a local grocery store so that I would have money to buy groceries and pay the light bill. She said, thank God that house sold in the sixth month. Now, she didn't walk away with $650,000 equity. She walked away with $128,000 in cash. So that $25,000 policy she had ended up representing $128,000 in cash. That gave her enough money to buy a very inexpensive home, but it allowed her not to have to live in a cheap apartment the rest of her life. And that was, a, that was an epiphany for me because I had the same mindset a lot of you on this phone have. Oh, they've got a $400,000 house. What good is a $20,000 policy? Well, these folks, people, they had a million one home and a $25,000 policy saved the day. So I'm going to go through now how you set that up, and then I'm going to actually address your bank or mine on these guaranteed issue policies. But first off, when we're talking in this situation, we can't just say I can get you a $10,000 policy to make the house payment for six months. There's never going to result, that is never going to result in a sale because there's no value built in that. So how do we build the value and get to the Your Banker Mind? This is how we go about doing it. The first off, we've got to realize this client is probably in their late 60s, early 70s. The probability is their children already have a home, so they're probably not going to move into this house. So here we go. Uh, the first question we ask is, well, John and Mary, if something happens to you, who gets the house? Well, my children. Are they going to live in the house? Now, guys, this is like a game of chess. I know what my last question is going to be when I ask the first one. I want you to get to the same point. You do the same. Are they going to live in the house? Or are they going to sell it? Well, they're probably going to sell it. Well, now here's the question. Does it make sense 
to buy enough life insurance to pay the mortgage off just so the kids can sell the house. If you ask that question with that cadence and that tone and that mindset, well, no, it really doesn't. Well, does it make, second, next question, does it make more sense to protect the equity in the home for the children? Let's say, for example, 10 years from now, you guys pass away. There's a high probability this house is going to be worth thirty or $40,000 more then than it is today. And if you pay the house down five or $10,000, there's forty dollars or $50,000 equity in your home. You owe forty or 50000 less than it's worth. Who do you want to get? Good question. Who do you want to get that forty dollars or $50,000? Do you want it to go to your children or a complete stranger? Well, we want our kids to get that money. Well, here we go. Another statement that's important. We've helped other families in your situation by providing the family with enough money to make the house payment for six months or a year or sometimes two years to give the kids time to sell the house at a fair price so they can get the value out of the home. See, a lot of times people die, they owe 50000 on the house and it's worth two hundred. The bank doesn't want the 50000 next month. They only want the payment. Now, the scenario we're running into a lot, I think a lot of you are getting that part of it. This is the part here that I think is important to understand, your bank or mine, because many times these people, guys, only qualified for a guaranteed issue or graded benefit, which means if mom and dad die in the first two years, the company refunds the premium plus 10%. And you will hear the client say, well, if you're not covering me for the first two years, I think I'll just be better off putting that money in the bank. You know, in their mind, and a lot of you people on this phone call today, that makes sense. But let me go through the your bank or mine scenario because I think, see, right there is where most of you crumble. Yeah, I guess you'd be better off putting that 100 or $200 a month in the bank and you fall apart. Here's where we fix that. Now, you should be thinking in your own mind. This is not something you use for their digestion, but for yours. You should be thinking, if the past is any indication of the future, you haven't been able to save anything in the last 40 years, what's the chance they're going to start saving now? That statement should just consume you. Now, you can't say that to the client, but this is the reality of what's going to happen when you walk out of that house. They haven't saved in the last 40 years, and frankly, they're not going to start saving now. So understanding that, let's build from there. So your first question is, you know, or the comment is, I think I'll just put that money in my bank and save it there. You know, John, you may be right. Now that phrase right there, guys, is extremely important because you've agreed with him, and you know what John thinks? I got him. I got him right where I want him, and they drop their guard down slightly. You know, John, you might be right. But let me ask you something, John. How much interest is your bank paying? Are they paying 1% like most of the other banks? Well, yeah, they are. But the reason I ask is my bank pays 10%. So do you think we'd be better off considering another bank that pays 10% instead of one that pays 1%? Well, yeah, I guess you've got them thinking. Well, now, if you fall or are killed in an accident next year, how much is your bank going to pay the family? 
Well, we're looking at this $100 a month here, so if next year it'd be $1,200 plus 1%. The reason I asked that question, guys, that's a key phrase. The reason I asked that question is my bank is going to pay $10,000. So maybe there's another alternative to banks out here we should consider. Then you follow up. If you die in two years, how much is your bank going to pay? Well, if you've been... They're going to pay whatever you put in there plus 1% on $10,000. So if we're looking at $100 a month, your bank is going to pay $2,400 plus $24 in interest. My bank is going to pay $10,000. Which bank makes the most sense? Your bank is paying 1% or my bank is paying $10,000 or 10%. Well, I think the 10% bank would make more sense. Well, let me ask you this, John. If something happens to you, who do you want to get the $10,000? Well, my wife, Mary. Mary, what's your middle initial? And you start filling out the beneficiary right then and there. So now you can see with your bank versus my bank, see, this has changed the playing field completely. They're not deciding to buy a life insurance policy. They're just changing banks is all they're doing. And by changing banks, and stop and think about it. And if you get caught up in this trap that, well, I think they'd be just about as well off saving that $100 in their bank, if they saved it, it's still not as good a deal. Now, we know these are people who pay their bills, but these are people, folks, that haven't saved $100 or $1,000 in the last 10 years. Why would they start doing that now? Now, I'm one of these people that, you know, when you get to final expense, a lot of times the final expense guys will go into the home and all the client can afford is $2,000 of final expense. And frankly, my attitude was, what's $2,000 going to do? Recently at church, about a year ago, a friend of ours who is an insurance agent, a an acquaintance, I don't even know, think it was a family member, died, and these friends were banding together to, put, to take care of the funeral. And when they found out that the guy had $2,000 here and he had a $1,600 life insurance policy over there and another $2,100 over here, every 1000 or every $100 they found, they did a GoFundMe, and that brought in a few hundred dollars. Every one of these things, they were thrilled because it reduced their out-of-pocket cash that they were going to have to do. So when you're in these situations, people ask me all the time, well, how much do you show? If there's 75, I show 5,000, dollars But if they're 70 and below, or below 75, I will usually show 10, 15, and 20,000. And I do that with the thought, you know, and I'll say, now, some of our clients will do 7500 some do 5000 some will do 25000 What do you feel best suits your situation and your needs? That allows them at that point in time to determine what fits their budget. But it's our responsibility to point out to him, just like the lady who was married to the attorney, can you imagine how her life would have been different without that $25,000 policy and the house was worth over a million dollars? Guys, that's huge. So these things are very, very important for each of us to understand in order to actually help the client in the very best way.